And itis is like when you eat too much and then you just sit there like a fucking blob and you're just like, ugh, I'm so full and I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. But then again, I feel like that like, like most a of the coma. day. Yeah. <laughs> I but feel it's... like that most of the day. That's <laughs> <laughs> sad, man. This is Sonali. And this is Jenks. And we're past the salt. Today for our podcast episode number two, two. Um, we are eating some Mexican food, specifically tacos from Gardens of Taxco. Where's it at? In West Hollywood, right? In West Hollywood. I don't know if I said that right, so I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Um, but it's spelled Taxco. <laughs> So, every time I say tacos, I think of Aaron making fun of me for Why? saying it weird. Yeah. You say tacos weird? Yeah. Apparently, I e- I elongate the A, so I say tacos, like ah, instead of the normal way. She, like, thinks that, yeah. So, Aaron, I'm like, I don't know. Aaron, we're going to need you to explain yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's Taco Tuesday, so you know we had to get those tacos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're trying someplace new because... We actually don't have, like, our holy girl taco place yet. Yeah, we there's really there's one that I'm obsessed with, but, like, it's a little too far for us. Mm-hmm. But should we do a taste test? Yeah. Oh well, let's tell them what oh, we yeah, got. Oh, yeah, let's tell them what we got. Who can go first? So I got two chicken tacos, rice and beans on the side, it came with chips, and then I also bought a potato taco, so let's see how that is. Um, and then we also got some churros for later because mm-hmm. you know we could not resist. I got the biggest sweet tooth in the world. Yeah. I remember the Costco churros. Oh, do you remember those? No, I've never had those. What? Yeah. Oh, they were so good. Oh, no, at the food court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had. I can't remember the last time I had one of those. I really like their soft serve, though. Mm. Everything mm. there was so good. I don't really care for the pizza, though, honestly. But the churros are definitely like a reminiscence. Reminiscence? Yeah. <laughs> a reminder of my childhood. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, so for me, I got um, two soy riso tacos, so that's vegetarian. And um, I got some, it's called a drive through taco. And it's basically lettuce, queso, and whatever meat you want. And I chose chicken. Yum. So, Sana, I see you taking that bite. How it tastes. <laughs> It's really good. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest bite I've ever seen you take. <laughs> yeah, so the other day you weren't here. Mm-hmm. I was petting Ash. Yeah. And she got up and she walked away. And you know how I say that like when cats walk away from you when you're petting them, like they want you to follow them? Yeah. And so I was like, hey, let me just follow this girl and see what she wants. <laughs> and she walks right up to the front door mm-hmm. and then sits down right at the front door, like facing the crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you were being weird. And so then I open my door and there's a package waiting for me. What so the fuck? she literally told me that, hey, open your door, you have a package. Oh, that's <laughs> you have, so cute. You have something Same. in your teeth. <laughs> Is it gone? No, no, no. It's next to the big tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I feel that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how you know that meal was good. <laughs> that shit was so delicious. It was really good. Okay. 
Um, so today we're gonna get into the, the Olympics. Olympics. There's been a lot of controversy even before the Olympics began um, in Tokyo. Only 10% of the population was vaccinated. Yeah, and they I, still, I read that. Yeah, and they still decided to carry on with Which it. is like, who approved that? Honestly, the, okay, so the reasoning, the reasoning they didn't cancel it is because they were, like, recovering from, like, the earthquake. Because this was supposed to be, like, their big comeback. Like, oh, Japan is back. Yeah, but it's like, come on, we have a, a no, it's pandemic happening and you're having the Olympics in a country where not even half the population yeah. is vaccinated. That's insane. But I, like, also read somewhere that technically only, like, the International Olympic Committee can cancel it. Like, this, the cities can't. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, who, what kind of idiot, like, was like, yeah. this is fine? <laughs> yeah. And then the whole um, Sha'Carri Richardson thing happened. Yeah, that was, that was tough. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Me too. But she, like, owned up to it. She was like, I know what I did wrong, and I'm not making excuses, and I'll do better. And apparently, did you hear that she found out that, or like, she, her mom died through yeah. a reporter? Yeah. And that's why she was smoking weed. Yeah. I don't blame her. But I don't like, blame her. She's human. Yeah. She's mourning. Yeah. While trying to be an Olympic athlete at the same time. Like, that's rigorous as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's a mental thing. Yeah. For sure. Japan went through three fucking directors. Yeah. Because of controversy. Three. Yeah. So the first and one. how long of a time span? Um, From March to now. Wow. Yeah. So first, March, in March, um, well, I'll start with this. The day before the opening ceremony, yeah. one of the directors, his name is, like, Kobayashi, he was fired because, like, a video of him um, surfaced online, because he's a comedian, so there was, like, a co- comedy routine that he was doing, and he, he, like, cracked a joke about the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And then, like... But wasn't that, like, a long time ago? Yeah, it was, like, in 1990. Then why the fuck was he hired from the beginning? Because it wasn't, like, no, it was in 1990. No one knew about it. So people saying, like, if they never were the directors, like, they would Mm. never, like, these videos would have ever surfaced. Oh. Also in 1990, so Kobayashi replaced somebody. So he was, like, the second director. And the director before him was uh, Sasaki, I think his name was. And he had to step down in March because he suggested that, like, this comedian, plus-size comedian, um, Naomi, could appear in the ceremony, in, like, the opening ceremony, as the Olympic. <gasps> yeah. Ew, that's yeah. so fucked up. Mm-hmm. So he had to step down. When did he say that? In March of this year, I yeah. can't believe they said that. Literally. Crazy, right? And then um, one of their musicians, who was supposed to be, who was, like, a, he was a composer for the opening and closing ceremonies. Um, an old interview of him surfaced uh, where he said, like, literally he's in the interview, and I guess he's saying, like, he used to bully disabled classmates when he was in school. What is up with Japan yeah. and the people they put in power? Like, what the it's fuck? crazy. What, who are these for the Olympics committee? Yeah, well, this one, he's a, he's a composer. So he's making, like, the music for the opening and closing ceremony. But, but like, everybody else are, like, it, staff, like, on the committee. Directors. And then even before then, the chief of their organizing committee was also forced to resign because he made sexist comments. 
During a committee meeting. So basically, the whole Olympics committee in... Trash. Is trash. Yeah. 100%. Yep. So this is like so early on. So I'm not surprised that Olympics have so much of a controversy yeah. this year alone. To the point where like the director right now is... She's a woman and like she's getting asked by these reporters all these like hard-hitting questions. Like, Olympics is a shit show. Like, why do you think that is? And she literally will... There was this one question that they asked that was super hard for her to answer. And she was like, I, I can't say anything but accept that. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And then so she and then apparently she like released a lot more information about COVID. Um, like the amount of people that were tested or whatever it was. It was some COVID stats. Mm-hmm. She I guess they withheld stats like the previous directors. And then she um, released them and they asked her why she did that. And she was like, I wanted to gain the trust of the public again. That's, that's what like, she thought it was going to happen. That's so intense to have to go in front of the press and like... Right. Imagine having so many journalists just bombarding you with all these intense questions. Like you can't even prepare for them. People can ask like the most outlandish things mm-hmm. and you're like on the spot and you're on camera and you're live. Yeah. <gasps> My social anxiety can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Bitch, that's why we're not in the Olympics. <laughs> what would your Olympic sport be? Have you ever thought of that? Mm. I don't know. I feel like I would probably do something like swimming. I don't know. Mm. No, I honestly wouldn't. Let's be real. I would <laughs> not be a swimmer. <laughs> I don't know why I even said that. I what are the sports? <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I never said that. I feel like they're so... Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's look this up. They have every sport in the world playing. Soccer. If I make the women's national team. My sister's going to listen to this and be like, bitch... You you weren't even the soccer player in my family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna fucking make fun of me so much. You get roasted. It will. It's whatever. Archery. Archery? You do archery? I didn't even know that was a. Yeah, they have like everything. They're fast walking, bitch. Ooh, that's my sport. <laughs> fast walker. With your long limbs. With my long. <laughs> your lanky ass. Mommy long legs coming through. <laughs> lanky ass. <laughs> Yeah, if you could do one thing, what would it be? And I could have, I could just be really good at it. Like, I don't need to, it doesn't need to tie back to my life right now at this very moment, right? Yes, it does. I would be an ice skater. Oh, I was thinking that. That'd be fun. (laughs) Ice skating would be fun. I have no experience with it whatsoever. Yeah. But I think it's badass. (laughs) It is fun to watch. They're so pretty to look at. I think their routines are so beautiful. Yeah, and they're so elegant, and they have the cutest little outfits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something sequency, something <laughs> flashy. Yours would be purple. <laughs> Why? I know it. I would do red. Oh, yeah. I something, see like, red. deep. Set yeah. the tone. Yeah. I came here to win, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now watch my routine. Okay, so apparently there was a sexual assault by one of the volunteers, <gasps> yeah, from Uzbekistan that occurred at the Olympic Stadium. Like, who did it? Uh, an Olympic volunteer from Uzbekistan did it. To who? Well, I, it doesn't say. They, no one said it. It was just, it was probably like an anonymous thing report. Shit. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. I bet it happened in like the housing. Mm-hmm. It has to be. And then apparently there was a fucking manhunt for a Ugandan weightlifter who literally escaped, like, the camp to start a life in Japan. (laughs) You're there for the Olympics. 
You know what it is? He probably met some girl online. Mm-hmm. They've been texting for a while. He was like, hey, girl, I'm coming to Tokyo What's for the Olympics. <laughs> Let me take you out. Let's get some drinks. And then they met, and then they fell in love. And he I'm was sorry. like, you are my person. And she was like, I can't leave. I can't leave my family. <laughs> I can't leave the country. I need to stay here with my family. And he's like, don't worry, boo. I got you. I'm going to stay here with you. Okay, I have one question for you. Yeah. Did you just think of that on the motherfucking yeah. fly? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was making it up. I was like, go. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah, too bad he's probably in jail now. Missed his Olympic shot. What happened? Do you know what he did? No, he just like left the so Olympic what? camp they can't to leave. start a life in Japan. They're not prisoners. They, they can leave, leave, but like he probably tried to stay there. So there was a manhunt for him. So who's going to tell him where he should and shouldn't live? You know, there's such thing as citizenship and visas and shit like that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, And then also there was apparently like they thought the Olympic Village was like um, South Korea specifically, the South Korean team. But People thought the Olympic Village was serving food from Fukushima, which is the site of the nuclear disaster a decade ago. What the heck? Yeah, so like... Who the hell is in charge of this shit? I'm telling you, like, was this run by, like, weirdos that Mm. had, like, an IQ of, like, two? I'm so glad all this shit is coming to light. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. These poor people have been treated like shit. I know. And then they sleep on cardboard boxes. That's wild. That has to be. I can't believe that was true. I feel like... So I heard two things. I heard, one, it was more environmentally friendly. And then, two, I heard it was to keep the Olympic or the Olympians from having sex with each other to stop the spread of the virus. You know what would stop the spread of the virus? If your citizens got vaccinated. Yeah. Maybe let's start there. Simple. I saw this tweet where it was like, put the vaccine in a mosquito, all of the America would be vaccinated in seven hours. Stop. <laughs> That's a good one. It oh was gosh. good. I definitely agree with that one. That's why I don't go outside. <laughs> like mosquito bites. And then they also had like a shit ton of te- technical difficulties. Like what? Like, um,. The beach volleyball game, Canada versus USA. Mm-hmm. Canada was up like 12-1 and she like let like a ball go thinking it was um, out of bounds. And then US ended up challenging it because Canada tech got the point. And then so they spent like forever reviewing it and reviewing it. And then on the screen, so for, for like everyone that was watching it at home, it said it was... Um, reviewed and then it was that the decision was wrong and America actually the USA got the point right that's what everyone at home saw but I guess that was a technical error because one of the people that working there pushed the wrong button wow yeah so the referee actually ruled with Canada side and the audience back home didn't find out until after the match so everyone was just fucking confused and this is the game that eliminated USA Somebody got fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody should have gotten fired. A lot of people probably got fired that day. And this shit is only like 2% of, I feel like, all the things that are going on. Oh, yeah. Because they sure. probably are hiding so much other stuff. I it's bet there'll be a documentary about the Olympics oh coming out in like a couple so. years. I hope Exposing so. the Olympics <gasps> 2020. And then on top of all that, there's Simone Biles leaving due to mental health issues and then coming back Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. 
um, to win the bronze, which is crazy to me. I'm glad she did that, honestly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild that, like, these people are so poorly treated, mm-hmm. and they're so amazing. Like, they're, like, one of the best athletes in our entire country, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in the world. Yeah. And she's treated like a machine. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what breaks my heart about all of this. Yeah. Like, all the stuff that you're telling me about their organization and the way that they are really shady and they hire, mm-hmm. like, the worst kind of people. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it doesn't surprise me that they don't also give, like, support to their athletes, you know, and their mental health. They prioritize the money and they prioritize the reputation that you get instead of putting the athletes first and making them feel like actual humans and people that actually have like thoughts and feelings and you know what I mean to them they're just like a money tag and Mm -hmm. that's like crazy you know like the amount of people in the Olympics that have come out having mental health issues like Simone even going back to like all the scandals they had even before that about like the sexual assault there should have been protections you know they Mm -hmm. should be putting these you know athletes first and it's crazy to think that even after all that that came out we're still hearing about new shit today. Yeah. there's That means, like... It's, like, a constant thing. Like, the whole system the needs to be flipped upside down yep. and, like, rebuilt. And the Olympic Committee needs to really fucking shine a light on this shit. And the International Olympic Committee. And get to the bottom of some of these things. Like, this can't mm-hmm. be ongoing. Like, a, so many of the rules, bitch, are so outdated. Like, like apparently Taiwan is technically, like, ruled by China. So when Taiwan wins, they don't play their national anthem. Like, they play something else. They play, like, a secondary anthem. And that's only because China's control over Taiwan. That's weird. Yeah. China was favored to um, win the badminton Mm -hmm. tournament. And Taiwan took gold. And China got silver. Wow. Yeah. And so when they played, like, instead of playing the Taiwanese national anthem... They played, like, the secondary. What the heck? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And all this shit's outdated. It's just, like, wild to think that we live in a country where we're so free compared to so many other people. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, it's so humbling yeah. to hear stuff like that. Because can you imagine, like, having a whole other country control you mm-hmm. and, like, call the shots for you? Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Wow. For real. But back to Simone Biles, uh, did you hear that she, it was because she unexpectedly found out her aunt died during the Olympics. Yeah, That's what it was? Yeah. So she was going through mental health and then she got that. And so her coach was really supportive of her decision. Was like, what do you want? What do you need? That's good. Yeah. She deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was reading that she like, when she was practicing, she started getting this thing called the twisties. Mm -hmm. And that's like when you kind of lose control when you're doing flips and you can't tell if you are up, you're down, how far you are from the ground, how high you are. Like you're kind of just at complete loss of control. And it's a really dangerous thing. And she says she, she couldn't understand how she got into it. And it was bothering her and it was like weighing heavy on her head knowing that she might walk into this competition and have the twisties and it could be potentially really dangerous for her yeah and it can also cost her you know everything yeah so that was like crazy but well she did like mess up yeah there was on the vault i think that's what it was i saw like one one of her performances and she was supposed to do like the one where they like run towards Mm -hmm. i think it's called the vault she was twisting in the air and didn't realize and basically like almost fell off the mat, I think. Yeah. That's, like people were shocked at her performance. Yeah. Yeah. But 
that's crazy to think that like your mental health can like really affect you know your physical body at the yeah. same time without you even having any control you know mm-hmm. like that's how powerful our minds are and that's how much we should like take care of them mm-hmm. you know because it has such a big impact on our our outer world yeah say that fast three times <laughs> <laughs> do it out try it but i was reading that like even like back in you know how the olympics were supposed to happen last year Mm -hmm. in 2020 i was here reading about how stressful and harming that was for uh, the athletes to just be in limbo because like these people go through rigorous training that like has a set schedule Mm -hmm. to build up so you can perform at the olympics you know at your very best when you're hit with pandemic and you have Mm -hmm. to go to quarantine and you really don't know when you're going to be out you know, I, it was, it's hard and it's like a complete like shatter to your world because since the minute these guys are raised, they're raised to be Olympic athletes. Yeah. It's not like they're literally bred. They're bred. Yeah. yeah. Like their whole being is to be an athlete. They live it. They breathe it. Everything else comes second. Yeah. Them being an athlete comes first. And for that to be taken away and then they have to sit at home doing nothing and having no control, no idea what their future ha- holds. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying for some people. Yeah. Everything can... they've worked for is, like, at a standstill. Try yeah. again. Yeah. Or, like, never going to happen. Yeah, and so many people are probably sacrificing so much. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. Some people, like, don't even go to college because they're training to become an athlete for the Olympics. And that's where they're putting all their money towards, you know. And they're – or some people are, like, not even, like, starting a family or getting married because they know that once that happens, they can't compete in the same ability as they could have if you know they just went for it now yeah they really like have to that the whole idea of being limbo can just weigh so heavy on them you know and i was reading like this one girl was saying how for her to not even go swimming once a day it was like traumatizing because she's been so used to it and it's been her therapy and like all that it's not money to them it's more than that yeah I get that. And plus, parents give up a lot, too. Like, Yeah. Like, they really don't make a lot. Yeah. Unless you're getting a sponsorship, Mm -hmm. like, the big people, you're really not making money. And you have to put all that money into hiring trainers, all, everything, paying for getting yourself out there, paying for all the fees, the dues. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy because you're putting all your money into one person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. for you to carry. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of these Olympic athletes deal with is that pressure. And, And on... To make it even worse, they're competitors. So it's like if you're the top dog, you're and you're only competing with yourself. You know, most yeah. of the time they probably are co- always competing with themselves. But like you really are putting a lot more pressure on yourself because you only have you to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're constantly like trying to beat yourself. Like yeah, you and like you and like from being someone that has anxiety, like I can be my own worst enemy. Yeah, you know what I mean. My own like negative self thought. Mm-hmm. can consume you and you can honestly start believing shit like that this shouldn't be taken lightly this shouldn't be just kind of like brushed aside yeah. you know and the, it's like you can't have this money you can't have this reputation if you're not taking care of your athletes that give it to you mm-hmm. which is why like I respect Simone Biles so much so much she actually got so much praise for doing what she did like yeah people were fighting against people that had anything negative to say about it but it's crazy because like people like Naomi Osaka she got so much hate did you know about all that shit no I didn't so like she was at the French Open oh and I think the French Open is played on clay because, like, they always change it up in different opens. Like, one of them, I think Wimbledon is grass. And like, oh, okay. So, but 
French Open was Clay, and she, I think she already in her mind had already been like a little insecure about her, her performance on Clay. So I think that was already like pressuring her and on the back of her mind. And I think she has really bad social anxiety, you know, oh. from the very beginning. It's like she like walks around with her headphones in because it helps her out. And oh. she already gets so anxious going to press conferences in general. And I guess she like had a bad experience before because they would like make her feel like she's not performing well and it would get in her head. Mm-hmm. And like it just messed with her performance. Once she like came out and was like, I'm not going to go to the press conference tomorrow before my match. I'm going to just focus on going to my match and doing my best. And she got a ton of hate, got so much backlash. Like, they threatened to – they fined her $15,000 for not going. And they threatened to basically kick her out of the entire competition. And it was – and she was just decided, like, at that point, she was like, well, I have to do what's best for me, and if you're not going to support me, I'm I'm out. Wow. Yeah, and then – so, like, she got a lot of hate for that, but I think now people are understanding the importance of mental health, especially because it happened so quickly, closely to Simone, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that happened pretty shortly after. She dropped out of the French yeah. Open, right? Yeah. She yeah. Know. Yeah. That's crazy. And she, like, had to... Good for her, honestly. All the power to her. Because yeah. that decision probably was not easy. Yeah, and it, I, it's it's tough because then you're, like, pushing somebody to do something out of their comfort zone just for your own gain or for the money. Like, it really is just for, the, like, who cares about the press conference if everyone's there to see them play? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Oh, of course, all the people that paid, you know, all these channels and networks, you know, things like that, I'm sure, are going to be pissed. But it's, like, that all goes back to money. Yeah. It's always money. And it's like the people that are running the shit are only greedy about what they get out of it, not really about how supportive we are about the game itself and mm-hmm. the people that play it. Yeah. I think I think hopefully, like, with um, Naomi and Simone, it sheds light on this for mm-hmm. future tournaments, games, oh, I, like, I think matches, everything. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, like, really sad to hear all this, but it's really nice to know that this is how Mm -hmm. far we've come and with mental health yeah that it's people are actually choosing to put it first now and it's somewhat it's still getting backlash but it has a lot more respect now than it would have like three four years ago yeah for sure i was reading like a lot of athletes especially olympic athletes don't even say anything most of the time because they feel like they're not going to be supported and a lot of times they aren't and they've been Mm -hmm. treated like that yeah, because like you said, like previously, they're bred to be Olympians. Mm-hmm. Like they're literally bred. So they're when literally... they can't do the one thing they're exactly. made to do, obviously people are going to, they feel guilty about it. And you have to understand too that they train to push the emotions aside. Yeah. To just do it. To go, 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 go. Like they're not taught to really take a second and assess how they feel. They don't, they're not taught to take a break. Mm-hmm. You know, they're pushed to their limits constantly. So mentally, they're probably, that's all they know too. Yeah. Is to just push themselves and keep going and keep going and not put their mental health first. Because mm-hmm. they're so used to it not yeah. being they're accepted. On winning there was and a stigma the with mental health. Of course, yeah. Well, she's gotten, I think Simone Biles has gotten so much support from the public mm-hmm. that I think it's this is going to um, lead to more athletes like taking care of themselves yeah. and being like, maybe people won't hate me if I do this. Maybe people will care about me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's that's what happens regardless of money because at the end of the day, like money's going to still be here. Yeah. You Mental health might like kill you in a way Mm -hmm. you know mental health can be a dangerous thing is basically what i'm getting at 
And the people that are, you know, in the higher level positions should be making it a priority. Mm-hmm. And the coaches should be making it a priority. And there should be, like, psychological training or there should be a lot more, you know, support available to them. Honestly, all this talk about the Olympics is kind of making me hungry for some sugar. <laughs> You're getting a sweet today? Yes. I'm starting to crave something really fucking sweet, don't we? Should we get those churros? Yes, we should. Ooh, okay. Okay. These churros look like the Costco churros. Cheers, bitch. Cheers. Mm. Woo. So I know we just ate something sweet. Those churros were fantastic. Again, this, was, this place is called... I'm going to butcher the name again, but it's called Gardens of Taxco. Taxco. <laughs> I feel like if I say it with an accent, I might say it right, but I just it just sounds wrong every time it comes out of my mouth. Um, I know we're eating something sweet, but what are you salty about? I'm really salty about the fact that our Olympic athletes that everyone looks up to and, you know, is inspired by and motivated by mm-hmm. are treated like machines instead of people. It's not fair. Yeah. I'm also really salty about that guy that was running <laughs> and he completely <laughs> missed his hurdle. You know who I'm talking about. You know <laughs> Jeffrey from Haiti. He's so fucking confident at the beginning of the starting line. He's like, I got this shit. Run straight through the fucking hurdle. Like, doesn't even jump. I feel like his jump was like a baby jump. Like when Ash jumps. Mm-hmm. You gotta jump over hurdles, not go through them. Mm. Everyone knows that. Everyone go look up that video. It's so funny. What about you? <laughs> yeah. You do realize that every podcast we record, I'm the one asking you questions. What about you, Jace? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really fucking salty about the motherfuckers that are hiring people to run this shit. Yeah, that's true. Like, what happened to background checks? Honestly. I know, and we have internet. Like, if it took the, if it took people literally like a couple of days to find this guy's video of him being like a complete racist asshole, who was doing the background checks? Yeah, you're telling me you guys didn't do background checks, or did you guys just look the other way? Because both of those are wrong. <laughs> I agree, one hundred percent. That shit's crazy. So yeah, I'm also fucking salty about all the shit that happened previously to that. With Shakari and the swim yeah. caps controversy. Mm. It's whatever. It started as a shit show and it'll probably end as a shit show. Olympics, get your shit together. For real. That's what we're salty you about. You had four years. 2020. You had five years. No, I'm talking about from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Olymp- the International Olympics Committee, you're right, needs to get their shit together. Rio better fucking do it right. And then it's in motherfucking LA. You think we'll still live here by then? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why not? That's true. <laughs> I'll be back. I'd love to be in, living here in LA when the Olympics are here. We should try going. But, duh. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, so um, thanks for listening to us talk about what a shit show the Olympics were. They end on Friday. Thank God. Until next time. And uh, we appreciate everyone coming along this ride with us. Yeah, honestly, if you made it this far, I really appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> If you like the pod, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Rate and review. We'd love your feedback. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.